Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Jizz Talking for a Sunday night. It's the 4th of July weekend. It's the uh, 4th of July Eve. And in our town, it's the town of the big uh, night of the big celebration. We have a band concert and we have the fireworks. And so we're going to get uh, Cody out of here just a little early because, you know, you know what? Cody is about three blocks away in my town. And we're going to tell the secrets of all of that here coming up. Cody, welcome to our show. Thank you so much. How's everyone doing? It was just a chance meeting. Yes. <laughs> uh, I was. I had to go to um, the jail here in town, the old historic jail here in town. And he had a computer issue that we worked out, and uh, we both decided, fuck that, I can't solve it. And anyway, uh, uh, so we talked a little bit about uh, the site and about their sites and about our sites. And, um, you know, I said, I'd really like to, to interview a, a, a gay porn star. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Ta-da! Cody's with us. One was outside stretching in the yard. Yeah. 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 I tell you what, that's, um, I'm not going to give away any secrets here, but really, uh, that has been quite a deal here in town. Uh, the person who owns it bought it from a chiropractor who had done nothing with it. And, uh, the owner of it, Mark, has really transformed it, painted it, prettied up the yard, um, He's uh, tore down old shitty stuff that was all around it and, and painted it and has done a lot, a lot, a lot of work, especially on the inside as well, too. And see, in our state, this is the oldest jail with um, uh, this certain kind of lock where it was invented in Hampton, Iowa, um, where you pull one lever, it locks all the jail cells at once. That's, that was invented, and it's the oldest jail with that type of locking system. So right. anyway, um, you're here for the summer. How how'd that work out for you? Um, well, I've I've been here a couple times. I think I, I met Mark about two three years ago. I, I was a guest at the jail, um, and kind of sort of got looped into that whole circle of people that are involved with the facility. And um, I. I make my own kind of role play videos. And so I'm, I'm good at those kind of characters that are necessary for like a good jail guard. So I was going through a whole thing and just decided to kind of quit my job and hit the road seeking adventure. So I, I'm starting off here for the summer, you know, working here as a jail guard and then I'm going to go elsewhere afterwards. Uh, but, but yeah. Nice. And, and and this is a functioning jail as far as if you want to tour yeah. or you want to pay the the Airbnb fee or whatever they have, uh, Mark and Cody and the whole hee-haw gang are going to come out. They're going to arrest you. They're going to put you in cuffs. They're going to put yeah. you in an orange jumpsuit, and we're, we're going to have some role play. Yeah, and I'm going to be very mean to you, and yeah. It's kind of a create your own adventure situation where if you if you want a chill laid back time, you know, be obedient, do what I say. But if you kind of want a little more of a rough experience, you know, disobey, talk back, those kinds of things. And it gets you into all sorts of different kinds of trouble. Yeah, I saw the clip where uh, you were a prisoner and then you had to earn your clothes back. That wasn't me. Oh yeah, it was yeah. Cody in jail. It said it was. Oh, yeah. that was. That was, years ago. that was a couple years ago. When yeah. You were back. yeah, yeah. No, I know now. I know what you're talking about. 
<laughs> oh, I've done some digging, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway, it's just a, it's a cool experience for those who want to do that. And, and uh, you know, I was looking at the schedule for the, the gel. They've got stuff planned every weekend. If it depends on what you want to do. And, and uh, we, we welcome people to come to Hampton, come to our town and, and uh, do that. So um, how long have you been in, uh, in the lifestyle and, and uh, doing things like this? Well, I, I started making videos uh, about three years ago, um, but it's, it's slowly kind of become more part of my life. And it wasn't until about two months ago where I started doing it full time. Um, I've been here for a month. Um, so in terms of having it be the main part of my life, that is relatively new. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's been a slow progression to, to get to where I am now. Right. Well, that's, you know, and sometimes slow and steady wins the race, you might yeah. say, because <laughs> you got to start somewhere. Yeah. And there's a lot of, uh, mental adjustments that, you know, I, I, I need to kind of overcome myself. You know, it's, it's not something you kind of wake up and decide to do, at least not for me, but yeah. So, hey, John in Alaska's with us. John, welcome back. Good to see you again, bud. So, Hi. Do you have a question or comment for Cody? So is this the same Cody Styles that's a baseball player? No, I don't. No, I am not a baseball player. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, not quite, but that's a good question anyway. And, and you know, I, uh, let me see if I can find a picture of Cody real quick. That would be, I um, don't have one on, let me see. I know Cody is not a, a baseball player, but he's certainly, uh, I met him a couple weeks ago here in town. And, uh, you know, we go to the same Chinese restaurant and, and we that's go here and we go there. And I've ever been to. <laughs> Well, I, I googled uh, Cody Styles and it came up with a baseball player. Yeah, uh, I've I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, unless Cody Styles did hard time. Uh, <laughs> that's me. Yeah. That's uh, Cody in the prison there in the jail. But uh, they've got quite a quite a setup there. That's for sure. So, uh, no, sorry to disappoint you, John. But yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm more uh, more more of a tennis and track track and cross country myself i never did baseball uh yeah well we actually have a tennis court in our town so that's i know cool. you can get up there with the old people and play pickleball i've i've been out there good good <laughs> all right eric is with us eric i'm gonna unmute you how are you doing tonight i am good how's things going for you guys good question or comment for cody um Going back like high school, do you think that this is where you're going to end up back when you're 16? Can we? Can you try saying that again? You were breaking up real bad. Going back when you were in high school, yeah. did you think this is where you're going to end up? No, absolutely not. <laughs> That's uh. What was your plan I, there? Huh? I said, what was your plan back in those days? I was either going to be a marine biologist or a herpetologist, which is reptiles. Um, and then I, at the very end, um, with convincing from my father, I decided to be an engineer. Um, and that's what I had been doing previously. But 
I, after eight years, found out that I'm not quite suited for the corporate life. And, you know, I started finding out other things in life that I could be doing and other skills of mine that um, are a little more active because I, you know, sitting behind a desk all day just fucking sucks. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no, it was definitely not anything that I would have ever <laughs> thought that I would be doing. Right. Yeah. yeah, good question, because, you know, it, life is full of twists and turns. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, in high school, I thought I'd like to be a funeral director. But, um, hey, um, that is that is a that is a uh, good. Um, what's the term? Um, steady source of income. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Job, job security. Yeah. yeah. The brother of a kid in my high school whose dad owned the funeral home. And I figured, well, he's going to hire his kid before he hires me. So. Um, I said, screw it. Not thinking there'd be more than one funeral home in the area. And uh, so anyway, that's kind of how we did that. But uh, um, yeah, so anyway, uh, got into radio, which I didn't expect. And and I'm doing computer repair. So, you know, it, it's just life's full of twists and turns. And you may uh, think that our town is just fantastic for you and just buy one of our cheap houses. And <laughs> I've, Dude, I've absolutely been <laughs> been looking at some of that stuff it's it's so wild <laughs> and the thing about it too is is in iowa we do have a film studio down in fairfield right. and uh, so that's that's a possibility too if they're, if they're doing anything like that down there who knows so anyway i i've got to reach out to david and find out what they're exactly doing down there so mm-hmm. eric thanks a lot for the question now you can be found at uh, meninchains.com that's uh that's, and that's the site for the jail, pretty much, isn't it? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so you're you're featured there as one of the. Let me see if I can find one of the stars of the show there. That's for sure. Um, here's a little bio here, and we'll bring this up for everybody to see. Um, Cody plays one of our bad boys with an attitude. He plays very well in the videos, but in real life, he's a very educated, bright environmental engineer. He loves bondage and is fun to play with. <laughs> so anyway, that's uh, that's Cody right there. It's great to have him a part of the uh, site there. And and you know what? I'm glad that he he edited out the height over there because when they take your mugshot here, that scale is not accurate, and it makes it's not. You- it is not. It's about four inches higher. So when I f- he he was he was posting you know pictures, I'm like, dude, I am not five four. <laughs> like, come on. Uh-huh. I'm I'm short, but I'm not that short. Huh? Uh, I'll be it, damn. I had my picture there once that looked like it came out okay on me, but I guess I. Well, the yeah, if you're taller, um, whatever angle he hits it out. But yeah, I, yeah, I, I always I always complain about that here being being a short guy. I always complain about that. <laughs> How tall are you? I can't. I, I know um, you're shorter than I am, but I'm I'm five eight. Okay, all right, but uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, yeah. Everybody that goes there uh, gets their picture taken, and so that's kind of a cool thing. It's kind of a it's kind of a jail cell experience. If you were in jail, that's pretty much how you'd be how you'd be treated. Let me get my screen back here. Um. So all we have a couple more folks that just joined the room. We have we'll get Sean here all switched over and yeah, yeah. There you go. I do. Hello. Sean? There you go. The names have changed, but uh, protect the innocent. 
Uh, Sean was in the business early 80s. And uh, he's, uh, he's been with some he's been with some names, that's for sure. So, Sean, what's going on this weekend? I'm sorry I'm late. Uh, nice to meet you, Cody. But the pizza, the, thank you. The, the, the wife and the pizza called, so we just, I've, I've got a transition ahead in the previous sentence. He's been with everybody and all the kids. <laughs> now the dogs and the pizza and the kids. <laughs> Mind switch. I'm, I'm doing okay, man. How are you doing? Good, good. Question for Cody. I don't know enough about you yet, Cody. So, and I'm seven minutes late, so I don't want to repeat, but I'll listen. And I'd like to get, I, I got one question. If you fill the seven minutes in like Sean time, 30 second time, what's your story real quick? And then I, I'm sure I'll have questions for you. Um, well, I, I'm currently in Hampton, Iowa, working as a, role play guard at the historic jail there. Um, I've been, I was working as a engineer for the past eight years, started making videos on OnlyFans three years ago, and I've kind of just been slowly doing that more and more and having it become more of a part of my life. Um, but now now I'm, I quit my job and put my home up for rent and I'm just kind of living nomadically. So I'm here for the summer. I launched my own site. It just got active yesterday. Um, Congratulations. I'm just kind of, you know, going for adventure for a little while and just seeing how it goes and what happens. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, you know, in the first five seconds, 10 seconds I'm hearing you, that's, that's from what I'm understanding, kind of coming back into it a little bit and dip my toes in a couple of years ago because Patrick, two things about Patrick. One, he's a nice guy. And two, he reels you back in, and I love him for it. <laughs> but um, it sounds like you're riding the wave, and it sounds like you've got a, a good, um, you're proactive, and at the same time, you understand it's a journey, it's a crapshoot, and, uh, and you know it, but with the, the first attitude that I'm hearing from you, it sounds like you've got a core that you're, gonna, you're, not, gonna, you're not gonna weaken it. You're gonna, you're gonna see what you can do with it, and then uh, you did your best. And that's, to me, that's, that spells success. Oh, I appreciate that very much. Thank you. And yeah. Good luck with that. Thank Sounds you. like you're an actor, too. Not really, but I kind of found that I enjoy it. And, you know, I'm not going to, I like to think I'm good at it. Cer certain characters and personality types I, I can kind of knock out really well. Um, you got you got the vibe for it. When you uh, you mentioned it. you're welcome. You mentioned a role uh, uh, role play the, the guards. So is this a uh, this is in Iowa? This is at the play, the museum, right? Uh, it's not quite a museum. Um, it, it's available for tours, but I mean it, it's for used, tours. It's kind of used as like a, an Airbnb with a theme. Got it. Is it one of those parties things where people come in and see like they've had scary ones or different things? Is it some no, kind of show? They, they come and they have a very realistic, immersive prison experience. I live near Marion, Ohio, and they will take you up to where Shawshank Redemption. It, it, yeah. They'll do it like Halloween and they'll give you an immersive experience to feel it, even though the place it's so it's kind of like that. Well, you're you're an actor. You're playing a role. Yeah, and they do it for days at a time, and so you know I'm in that role and headspace the entire time. Um, so it's, uh, it's 
really fun. I love it. It's pretty strenuous. Uh, you know, I'm not used to being on for that long of periods of time, but um, it's been amazing. I've been learning a lot and meeting really cool people from all over the world, so it's it's been nice. Well, I wish you well, and I'll sign off with this because so Patrick will throw me off. You are now an actor. You, This is what you do. Everybody doesn't even feel that way when they're in this business from my day to now. This is, if you become uh, Cody, which yeah. is my son's name, my stepson's name, and then you're not, do you, do you use your same name? No. Yeah. Be that guy. I'm slowly, as I'm talking to you, transferring into Sean. He wasn't the guy that got on here a minute ago. And I have to believe that because if I'm that guy, then my sanity works better. That's that's an old tip. I believe it. I was yeah. a trained actor. For Be sure. that character when you do it on OnlyFans, whatever. If you film or video, whatever. Yeah. Be that guy, and then Cody will have time for Cody. And that's my that's my speech for you. Absolutely, Co Cody. Cody is my stage name. That, that, that's oh, Cody's your stage name. So your real name is like Marvin or something. So yeah, you got it. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> and, if Sean comes to Iowa this summer uh, or later this year, we're gonna hit the jail. We're gonna we're gonna see Mark and we're gonna awesome. uh, maybe oh, yeah. maybe uh, Sean and I have a few fun pictures behind bars. Yeah, I see the jail every every Sunday morning when I go to the Methodist Church. It's right across. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, you they, pray they, that you don't end up in the jail. <laughs> yeah. And they have uh, they have a yard. Prisoners are in the yard, and uh, yeah, so it's it's you know. It's a wild place. I, you know, so many times I kind of catch myself and I'm just like looking around and like, where am I? Like, <laughs> like what is this? Like, <laughs> are, you, are you from Iowa? I am from South Florida. Whereabouts? Um, grew up in Broward, but I was living in West Palm for my adult life. Okay. I went to U Miami and I've got family in West Palm and I lived in Pompano. So I went, I went to UF. Yeah. Go Gators. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing you, Patrick. We're, that's a plan sooner rather than later, probably in late summer. And so hopefully we'll meet you and go to the prison. That would be great. I would love that. Please, please. It's, it's got the oldest locking system in the world, in the country. Uh, they invented this locking system where you lock one and it locks all the whole line of jail cells at once. And I guess that was invented or patented or something. And, I, and our jail is the only one left standing that has that. Yeah. Wow. It's wow. Like that's 18, pretty neat. 1870s. I think the jail was, jail is pretty much one of the oldest buildings in town. It's, uh, yeah, it, it ran from 1880 to 1980 something. Yeah. Yeah. When they stopped arresting my buddy Mark all the time. <laughs> right. In public. I'll tell you a story because it's kind of funny. I asked, I asked Cody if he's seen any ghosts. And because uh, we heard it was haunted. Anyway, this guy in town, um, he was a big time uh, doper and he, he would snort, uh, sniff hairspray and he would sniff glue and he would do all this. Well, he uh, he had a, a tank of some sort of gas and he was snorting up this this hose with this gas and um, nitrous oxide. No, it was. Uh, no, uh, I can't remember. Whippets. I don't know. You're anyway, taking me back. Was it like a big I know. canister? <laughs> yeah, you're taking me back. Yeah. I, I didn't want to call myself out that hard, but yeah. yeah. It's all right. <laughs> Grateful um, Dead concert or something. But anyway, well, he, had anyway he has this hose of this gas, and so he gets high and he falls asleep. 
and the hose lays across his nose like this. Well, anyway, this gas is, of course, heavier than air and travels along the floor until it hits the water heater and boom, flash fire. And my dad was on the scene. My dad was a fireman. He says, my God, if we'd have just waited a minute, he'd have been dead. But anyway, um, so they rescue Mark. They send him to Iowa City to the hospital. He loses his nose and he loses both hands. So he is amputated wow. here, just wearing hooks. And so uh, he would always constantly, he was, I remember one good for the exhibit. Now, one Halloween, he was in the, the grocery store and he'd, he'd rip open packages of steak with his hooks and eat the steak and scare kids and all this stupid shit. <laughs> but we used to have a, a town celebration called Squaw Creek Festival. And when it started, Mark would go up, of course, and sit in the beer tent. We had our governor was here one time. And from the beer tent, while the governor was speaking, there sits Mark with his rubber nose and hooks yelling, fuck you, fuck you. And uh, so then, any, anyway, after that, and our magistrate determined that anytime he got arrested, Mark's sentence would be uh, postponed until Squaw Creek Festival, so he wouldn't be harassing people in the beer tent during Squaw Creek Festival. So <laughs> later he he, uh, he finally died. So I'm I'm assuming, and the uh, the jailer they, he couldn't have his hooks in jail with him, so the jailer would have to wipe his ass. Oh, Mark would shit on. Oh him. man. And smear it all up. He just smeared it all up. So you have to clean everything just to be an asshole, you know. So, well, you said he's dead, right? He's dead now, yeah. yeah. So, so the jail is off the hook. Yeah, yeah. Oh! <laughs> that was, was that a, yeah, that was a good oh. one. Yeah. Oh. So. That goes on hey, the board. Howie was uh, <laughs> my inspiration. <laughs> Don't blame that on me. Go to your room. <laughs> ABN Hall of Famer Richard Pacheco is in the house. Richard, how are you doing tonight? Um, not so good after that. But. <laughs> so, a uh, question or comment for Cody? Just hello. Um, I haven't been on in a couple of weeks, and uh, I was an old timer. I worked in the mid seventies through the mid eighties, and I like to come on the show to see how what people are doing now, how the business, what the business has evolved to, and just get the, a look at who Patrick's bringing around. So, hi. Hi. Um, pleasure. Um, if you like old porn, you'll see me around uh, doing some silly roles. I was kind of unconventional in my approach to the game. Yeah, in uh, what sense? Oh, I like women. <laughs> I used to ask yes, them. Yes, they made love to them. <laughs> I used to ask their names before I'd squirt in their faces. Right, right. I, I was a different kind of guy. Yeah. Um, and there was room for me. It was a big, it was, I came along at a time when they actually were trying to make movies with sex as opposed to sex movies. So they needed actors. And uh, even though I was terrible, terrible at doing the no, sex in the beginning, I couldn't get it up. You know, my first movies, I was like batting 500 um, per scenes. And that's a terrible batting average. The guys who were regulars were batting 9 out of 10. Um, but they kept hiring me because they, they wanted to do movies and they needed somebody that could carry a role. So and eventually I learned how to do the sex and had a career. That's, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely more of, um, I, I don't really even have that much sexual activity in the type of videos that I make or in, in the ones that I want to be making. Um, it's more of, um, I do domination, submission, like role play videos. Um, so, you know, I mean, your standard, you know, sexual partner, dom and sub, but 
like cop and robber role play, you know, at, at the jail that comes into, um, yeah. comes into play a lot just cause I have this facility. Um, uh, I do. So like my character's kind of like a thuggy kind of like street boy. And so I do kind of like, I can see that. Yeah. Like, um, just, yeah, just like, you know, bullying and like robber stuff and uh, kind of those kinds of fantasies as like domination uh, fantasies and stuff. So it's really not too much sexual stuff. I get into it, but only with like some of the boys that I'm, I'm close with and that I actually have some sort of relationship and connection with. Um, and those are kind of my own. So you play the dom. You're 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 in the wife beater t-shirt and the jeans and the yeah 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 I, yeah, I got you. I I do I do both. Um, I do really enjoy bondage, being in bondage myself. Okay, um, but I'm not. I don't consider myself to be a sub or, or submissive. I'm more of a unwilling kind of captive. Whenever I'm in those situations. Um, but, but yeah, my, my emphasis is more on the situation, uh, the, the aesthetics, you know, the scene, kind of a, the setup and what is happening between the two people. Um, yep. I don't focus too much on. Well, that's where the heart starts beating. Yeah, exactly. I know. That's, that's what Open it's it about for me. Yeah. The great thing about Patrick's show is that it, it, and it's for about a lot of collectors, too, but you get talent like. Richard and Emily, myself, other people that come on there with the fans, and we have friends that are in this in your world, more closely niched. Mm -hmm. Erica comes to mind. Uh, uh, so when you if you come on, and I'm sure Patrick will fill you in. If this wasn't said in the first few minutes, but we have people that are in that back of the woods, and she's been a um, a well known. Um, in the domination submission field for many, many years and is just coming back into it. Uh, I don't know if Patrick wants to post a picture of her or something, but she, she comes on here. So I'm just trying to think for you because in any field, whatever the business, whether it's mainstream or this or, or OnlyFans or, or a banker, you networking is, is half the, you know, three quarters yeah, of the day. I, get I, to know I, people. Absolutely. And um, come out, you shoot and you know, you meet phone numbers, text. So, Erica would be good for him to meet, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, got a, I got a picture of Erica here. She uh, she signs this to Pat to my little bitch Patrick. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah! Yeah, Erica, but she's yeah, a she's a trip. Gal. And if you need advice on weed, she's your gal. Ooh, okay. No, <laughs> advice. <laughs> oh yeah. So, uh, but. Anyway, Richard was in, um, Richard played in a parody of The Gong Show. Oh, I Jim. really enjoyed that. I can't, was it Candy Goes to Hollywood? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I played Chuck Bearass. Yes, you did. Great and, job. Uh, I thank you. Um, I had a sex scene with Carol Connors, who was a big star at the time. I'm 5'8 also, and she was about 5'10". And she was lovers with a world powerlifting weight weight weightlifting champion, and she herself was the AAU national champion in her weight class. Gotcha. So, and they want me to fuck her. So, uh, 
the scene was I. It's like a, a you're on a movie on, on a theater set, and I'm backstage with a curtain, and she is like sticking her head through the curtain. All you see is her head and the curtain from the front. Now behind the curtain, there's me supposedly going to have sex with her from behind. Um, so when it was time to shoot the scene, it was the only time in over a hundred movies I made where I had a fluff. That was a get-up girl who would get you your penis erect so the star wouldn't have to mess up her lipstick, um, which was kind of contemptuous. Um, so I was with the, the get-up girl. She got me up, and I'm supposed to jump up and stick it in Carol. Well, Carol never even said hello to me that day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, her idea with playing her part was just to bend over and stick her ass out. Yeah. Now, for some guys, that's fine. But I don't do well with women that don't say hello to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just a, yeah, I, I'm kind of right there with you in, in terms of... It didn't of, work for me. So I would get hard and stick it in her, and as soon as I would get in her, I'd... So I'd yeah. go back to the fluff. And this went on for mm-hmm. 5, 10, 15 minutes. In the meantime, there's like 50 people. There I am. Yeah. Um, oh, there's like 50 people on the set waiting for me to have an orgasm. And it's a big set, and t- time not spent working on the set cost a lot of money. So here I was failing, 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 failing. And it wasn't like I was going to get any better at it. So after about 30 minutes, they finally called time out. They brought in a stand in. I had to take off all my costume down to my wedding ring and give it to him. And it was John Martin, John Martin. That's where I met John Martin. So he comes in and uh, five minutes later, the scene's over. He just did the scene. And I remember standing there having to watch him. And the director, a guy named Harry Money, who was a big shot producer, director, said to me, now, see how, a re- see how a real professional does it. And he did it. And, you know, I felt like about, you know, I could have crawled under a rock and died. The fact that I had a career after those kinds of experiences, as I said, was testimony to the fact that they needed actors and they had to put up with me. Um, but that was really a, one of the low points in my life. And, and the worst part of Candy Goes to Hollywood is they turned around and used my real name in the movie. Um, oh. I, I was coincidentally a, a, a Playgirl centerfold, and I won their Man of the Year contest. So mm-hmm. when I was, Playgirl told me, you know, you can't use Howie Gordon in any X-rated movies. You should make a stage name because Playgirl's got nothing to do with porn. Ah. Yeah. So... Um, and I thought Playgirl was going to be, you know, my my being discovered kind of thing. I would go to L.A. and start making the rounds and get work in straight stuff. Um, but here, all of a sudden, the po- movie comes out, and I see on the poster, Howie Gordon, so Playgirl Centerfold. And, oh, okay. <laughs> so I go down. I make a. I live in Berkeley, and I, I went down to L.A. to go to their offices and to complain. I walk in there. I'm freaked out. My parents are going to find out. Ah, ah, ah. You got to pull all these posters out of circulation, <laughs> like uh, you know. And it was like these mafia guys are gonna, yeah, yeah. Oh, we thought we were doing you a favor. We thought you'd like the publicity. Yeah, well, I don't think we can pull all those posters out of circulation. So, what do I do? Do I sue them? Um, yeah. What are the odds that it's going to be a good idea to sue the mafia? <laughs> Give me more humiliation, he said. Yeah, well, so. just to tag it on for what how we what how, what Richard said is that um, he's got a great book. Well, now he's got a second book, but the book Hindsight, he actually talks about this scene and his career. But Carol Connors, you may know her daughter, 
is the actress Thora Birch from American Beauty. And yeah. uh, she's, that's, that's uh, the daughter and the mother. Uh, and the father, uh, Richard, was, uh, he was in the biz too. I can't remember his name. Jack. Jack Birch was his real name. Jack, I don't know Jack Birch. But yeah. yeah, but maybe use that, uh, that name. But um, I did not know that was you because that was shot like in 80, wasn't it? Or 79? It's earlier, yeah. 78, 79. I didn't get in the business. I was in New York doing the Lee Strasberg thing and some soap opera. Where I was just getting to start off, but I started to go to, you live in New York, so I went to some films in uh, the city and Candy goes to Hollywood, and, and obviously Chuck Barris, that Gong Show was so big. Yeah. So it was years later, after I was in the business, and I knew who you were, that I knew that was you. And when you just said that now, it recollected the memory. I had to jump skip it in my head that that was you. That was a great, you were fantastic, but I didn't put it that was you. Thank because you. I didn't know anything about you then. Yeah, it was, well, I, Other than the sexual failure, I did a pretty good job getting Chuck Barris down. You do know, I mean, you did a lot more movies that you do know that that was not an irregular thing. I know it doesn't, this happened a lot. There was a lot of fluffs. There was a lot of stunt cocks. It, it, it happened a lot. You and I know in the editing that people might not notice. Yeah. That, wait a minute. That penis has a mole over there. That wasn't, <laughs> that fucking wasn't me. That was Jamie St. John. He finished it off. Yeah. You know, it, it happened a lot. Uh, Richard went. Hey, okay. I know that guy. I know him. Well, that's him. I did a movie called Bad Girls with um, for David and Svetlana, who were the two worst people I ever right. met in the business. And they made the mafias look like saint. They're bad people. <laughs> Just nasty people. Euro trash. Anyway, um, uh, I have a sex scene. I'm playing a British uh, character and I'm doing the complete British accent. I'm very good at it. And it was in, I was, I was doing my thing and I was playing photographer and I'm shooting pictures and I'm fucking this spectacular leggy model. And uh, Svetlana, for the, the Hungarian producer, director, I got great idea. We're going to, uh, when you come, you pull out of the woman and you, we're going to put glass right in front of the screen. Mm. And you come right into the glass, and everyone in the audience will see the cum coming right at them. Isn't that <laughs> great idea? Oh, that is the worst idea I've ever heard. I don't want to sit in the audience and see some guys come coming to me. No, I'm not doing that. And this voice in the back of the room goes, I'll do it. <laughs> it was Ron Jeremy. Of Ron course. Jeremy was an extra in that movie. He was just starting out in the business. And uh, she said, Okay. So they let me come inside the woman, which they never did. I had an internal come shot. Great. I go to the side. And Ron Jeremy is going to spray his cock. And all you'll see, you'll see me doing the sex. And then in orgasm time, you'll see Ron take my place. Except if you're watching me fuck, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> they substitute his cock for mine. And uh, you know, like people aren't going to notice the change. I don't know. <laughs> Ron's, Ron, I, I, I always let Ron, Ron's thing was like, all right, I'm just going to bend her over here, Howard. You want me to take it over here? <laughs> he started the director. Yeah. So, all right, Ron, that's really good. We know that you can get it up. Now try to act. Can I ask uh, you guys a question? Sure, you bet. Just the two of you, Sean and Richard. How did you guys each kind of get into that, the industry doing? I'm going to defer uh, age before beauty. Well, my fantasy was to meet an X-rated woman. I was um, already married, 
and uh, I, the woman of my dreams, and we have a great relationship. And we had open marriage. This was the 60s. Wow. And um, we used to say about our marriage, it was a union. Mm -hmm. And the union had benefits for its members. Each member had to raise their <laughs> hand and say what they wanted. And then the union would try to provide it if it, they could stand to do it. So my fantasy is I wanted to have sex with a bad girl. Mm -hmm. And my wife and I, it was all love, 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 love. So I wanted to be with someone who knew whips and chains in your world. I wanted mm -hmm. to play some SM stuff. On, and I, my wife, I didn't want to even be able to tell her about that shit. We weren't nice at that level. So I thought if I, I, I was an actor and I, the um, phone call came, my wife was acting too at the time. The phone call came and was for her. And the caller said, how would you like to appear in a romp through a hospital? And he was talking to her and she said, is this a porn film? And the guy said, blah, 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 uh, yeah. Now, normally, this is this is the early 70s, middle 70s. They didn't like to tell you over the phone it was a porn film because a lot of women would just go, no. But if they got you down to the audition and you were in there and they you know, started showing you some money and you know, yeah. they could convince you maybe to do it. So they said, uh, yeah, it was. And uh, she said, no, I don't want to do that. But maybe my husband would be. And she handed me the phone. Now, they weren't even looking for men because men come out of the woodwork to be in that industry. And right. you don't have to look very far to find him. Um, but this guy felt guilty for just calling. So he um, gave me the information. And I went to the audition. And my fantasy was to meet an X-rated woman there. I don't know how it got to be my fantasy, but I wanted to fuck her in the elevator at the hotel. <laughs> and then go home. An older and wiser man. So I went to the audition. And uh, they had me read. It was for a movie um, called The Candy Stripers. Uh, which came out, and I, I remember it. that movie. Yeah, um, so uh, I meet the girl I want, and um, I'm looking at. It. There were a lot of people in the room, and then they dismissed all the men. I went, "Oh shit, okay." So now I'm out in the hall at the hotel, and I think, "Well, what am I going to do?" So I walk down the over here, and I think I'll wait till she comes out of the room, and then I'll walk back to the elevator like I just got done too. And we'll get in the elevator together. And that happened. And we're in the elevator. But the problem was we were all there on the second floor. And I don't think I'd be able to fuck her between two and one. Wasn't going to happen. But I did manage to blurt out to her, do you want to come play with me? And she said, okay. So follow me to my apartment. She drove her. I followed in. We got there. We're in her apartment. And um, there's no heat between us. Not, nothing's mm -hmm. happening. But she was like posing for me, showing me a bosom here and there. I had pictures. I took pictures. And then the alarm went off in my wedding ring. It was time to go home. So, okay, I, I went home, an older and wiser man. Yeah, the, yeah. the problem was they called me two days later and offered me a part in the movie. But I had no desire to be in the movie at all. Um, but now that I got an offer... And I have to shorten all this because you ask me a question, I can do a half an hour. <laughs> and Sean's waiting. So um, I'm just I, trying, up, I can't see. I'm, I don't know if it's my eyes or but the lighting here. It's all yeah, you you look like you're you, so, look, I, you got you soft to, focus there, like you're in a penthouse thing from the oh, 70s. No, no, clean, clean the lens. Like, I thought it was stolen, and then I realized lens. no, it's just Sean. You got to clean the lens of the camera. Oh, the I'm trying to clean the lens of the camera, and it's just not working here. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that? Yeah. So you're trying oh, to clean up Ron Jeremy's cum rag. Uh oh. I'm telling uh -oh. you. 
So I, I thought I was stoned, but everybody else is clear. I'm like, now I'm gone. Stoned looking at Sean and no one else. Now I'm gone. All right. Well, he's doing that. Alex had a question. Alex, go ahead. Go ahead. Awesome. Um, so I was wondering if the uh, Sanford uh, prison experiment had any uh, you know, impact on your performance as a prison guard and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I think I know what you're referring to. I, I, I'm, I think I read about it, but I, I'm not quite sure. But, but no, there, I, there, I don't really kind of take uh, inspiration from uh, too many things that, that I can at least think of. I mean, I'm sure there's more um, you know, subconscious things, but no. Okay. All right. You guys keep talking. I'm working uh, on something. I'm, right, I'm going to go to Cartrell real quick. Okay. Okay. Carl's got his hand up and we'll get to Cartrell. Go ahead, Cartrell. Oh, yeah. Cody, I wanted to ask, like, if you ever cast for like if you ever got cast for like a bisexual porn movie would you do a scene with a woman because i know back in the day she chi chi larue did like this bisexual porn movie and one of the gay actors did like a scene with like a heterosexual female i um i've never had sex with a woman um i want to um i don't know if on camera would be the best first time um but yeah i mean it's definitely something that i want uh, to experience and explore, because um, as I've kind of been a little more free with myself and my thoughts and, you know, trying new things, um, I find that I learn and discover things that I never thought I would like. Um, so it's definitely something that I would be interested in doing. Um, I just know that it would, there would have to be a, a lot of... Uh, getting to know one another uh, beforehand, definitely. Um, but yeah, not on camera for the first time. Uh, I think that's wise. Yeah. Go to the U.S. Cellular store. There's a girl that works there. She's a manager. got real big tits, and she loves Fireball. What, what store? Right, right, right <laughs> across from the courthouse. <laughs> You'll have fun with her. She's, she was partying last night all no, night. That's one one thing that i one thing that i do kind of want to get into and i haven't really played around with it as much it is cuck holding um and 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 those kinds of things but i haven't i mean in, in you know just in my personal life and with videos um that kind of play does really interest me and i would love to do that with a woman danny black is the guy for that um yeah uh, he's got a hat that says make cuck holding great again yeah, no, that if if I was to do a scene with a woman fucking a woman, that would probably be the best route for me, honestly. Yeah. It's not all that's cracked up to be called. <laughs> Sean, I can your, see, I can see. your picture is much better, Sean. Sean, speaking of that, we're going to be doing our Miami preview show for Exotica next week. So, uh, right. speaking of watching other people have sex, uh, that's coming up. Looking forward to it. Archel, anything else for you? Well, yeah, like, like the LGBT porn industry, it seems to me like it's kind of like a niche thing. Like, it doesn't really get like as much popular attention like the straight porn industry does. Did you... You said the gay porn industry doesn't? 
Yeah, it just seems to me like gay porn, it's not really as mainstream as, you know, heterosexual porn is. Well, I mean, that's how every everything involving uh, the, the uh, gay life and versus hetero life, it, it's funny because when you say that to me, I'm like, I've never, I don't watch straight porn. What are you talking about? It's <laughs> like, to me, mainstream porn is gay porn, but that's because that's the life I, the world that I'm in. It's honestly two completely different worlds, um, uh, you know, from, from my point of view, at least. But, but you're going to bet he's going to watch Candy Goes to Hollywood tonight <laughs> after the fireworks. And what was uh, Candy Stripers also? Andy Stripers. So he, but so the, the big Richard. one was um, with Richard. What, uh, I'm, I'm spacing out the second one. Uh, with John, you and John. Uh, nothing to hide. Nothing to hide. If you're if you're um, familiar with uh, George and Lenny from um, from spacing uh, out. Of mice and men. My, of mice and men. It's a playoff. That the, the, it's much deep, much oh, more. Wow. But that's the quickest metaphor. And uh, he does a very good, uh, uh, yeah, very good role there as uh, the Lenny character. Well, and, I think uh, as, as, a, as a gay man, you'll enjoy a movie called The Dancers, uh, where there's male strippers. And I was one of the male strippers, along with Joey, uh, oh, Silvera, Joey Silvera and Randy West and John Leslie. That, that's a lot of stuff a guy could get hot over. Uh, in, in Nothing to Hide, I play a almost retarded guy that has okay. the first sex of his life it's not exactly whack off material but it's a better movie it's a good movie. yeah 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 and that's why cool. i was appealing to the broader spectrum yeah point. but cool. yeah but uh yeah the, the thing with joey silvera um he's hot he was hot he was he's uh he was something um you had asked uh richard so if you want i, I can give you a, an answer. yeah please please i'd love to hear the 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 bottom line was I was a kid from um, Buffalo, New York, Niagara Falls area. My dad lost his jewelry store. We moved to Rhode Island, moved around a lot. Then he moved back to Buffalo. I went off to college in Miami. And uh, they wanted a lawyer and a doctor. And I says, yeah, that ain't happening. I'm <laughs> so so um, they said, well, you're on your own. And, and so I went to New York, got married, wife number one. Okay. We're still friends. It was like a minute. It was, we were, we were buddies from school and, uh, correction, but I was dating a girl and then I met her. She visited us at school. We got married. She worked in Midtown Manhattan and she was going to support an actor. It didn't work that way. And so I would audition late seventies, early 78, 77, mm -hmm. went to the actor's studio and Lee Strasberg and all that. And that's where I was coming from mainstream. And in those days, um, well, probably not too, but in those days, the honest to God truth is I, I went on an audition kind of on accident and got hired. Uh, uh, actually, a very famous gay guy that he was on Broadway, Zebedy, uh, Z-E-B-E-D-Y, Colts, C-O-L-T. Yeah. Zebedy Colts saw me. They wanted yeah. to fuck me. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and if I was gay, I would. <laughs> but I went on an audition, and um, we were sitting in a room. And I, it was like, a, I figured it's like a regular audition, but I knew it was adult. And we're sitting there and this girl walks by a little zoftic, you know, it's that little bigger, but beautiful, mm -hmm. long hair, not big, but thicker. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was sitting, it, uh, she was walking around. There was like a hundred guys there, 
I'm exaggerating, probably like 40, 50 guys there and just her. And she sits down to my right and looks at me and says, do you like pleasure? And I'm sitting there waiting to audition. I'm kind of a little nervous and I go, well, yeah, I like pleasure. I guess I said something stupid like that. She goes away for 20, 25 minutes later. My turn. Guys are going in. They're leaving. Guys are going in. They're leaving. All of a sudden, I go in, and Lenny Kirkman and this ZBD cult, I didn't know who they were at the time. It's a guy with a camera and, uh, and the other guy, uh, ZBD, and this chick is lying spread eagle on a mattress, and he goes, I want you to fuck her. <laughs> and I said, uh, uh, what? Okay. No dialogue. I'm not reading the monologue. Yeah. No check off. No anything. It's so no, right begging. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> no, no begging. Yeah. No begging. No begging. So, um, so I did, and I and I performed it. And her name was Pleasure Ames. She was a dancer, and that's my wow. pleasure. And because of that, um, I got hired. And they, they went to shoot a group of, and I'll, I'll wrap this part up. They went to shoot a, a group of movies in the Catskill Mountains. Three movies this guy was making. And I found out later from Casey and from other people that this guy didn't pay. I got paid, but I also had to change the magazines. Back then, they had Panavision cameras, 35 millimeter. You change the magazines. I'm holding the boom microphone. I'm an extra in this scene. I'm dressed in this one. I'm stripping somebody in this one. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. He fed a few lines here and there. And you're helping cook at night. It oh, was fun and it was collaborative, but it was very. When you got into directors and and you the, to the heart of your question, when you got hired back then, most of the people, which Richard's right, especially in New York, the mob ran it, but you didn't know, you didn't see them, you didn't think about them. But the front people, the Cecil Howards, the Ron Henri Picards, Chuck Vincents. Um, on the East Coast, uh, if they liked you and they thought you could bring your character, my character was maybe kind of like yours. I was mm -hmm. thin, I was young, I'd be a Puerto Rican, I would be, mm -hmm. the, you know, this guy, an Italian or something like that, Jew boy, you know, which I am, that type of thing, young, uh, uh, go for a MILF. So, must yeah. well, that's the shittiest picture of me. It's just binocular guy. <laughs> I look like, <laughs> look at a Saturn. Um, but, I was going to uh, say Uranus, but that's okay. No. <laughs> that's right. Um, but what they did, and I was, it, the thing about the Catskills, we all got busted. We got pinched. So it's a fun story I'll tell you sometime. Uh -huh. It wasn't fun at the time, but uh, I decided, despite that, I'd stay in the business. And I did and was successful at it until I left. But it, it was like a small version of Hollywood. I mean, it was a, I don't want to knock the company. I know a lot of times, and we'll even say it, we'll hint about, it, it wasn't, it really wasn't Hollywood. It's big budget, but big budget is 100,000, 150,000. It's not 10, 20, 30 million. Yeah. But that's what it was. Yeah. You were, I don't know about you, uh, Rich, but I acted as my own agent. But they all knew me. It was a small community back then, Cody. It yeah. was a small community. Yeah. You had 15 guys on the East Coast and 15 on the West yeah. and 40 girls, and that was it. In a and if you could act, if that's what they wanted, you would do it. Yeah. And I, I cheered them. And in later years, now that I'm kind of around it again, so you had your John Holmes, guys like that, like A, and then John Leslie and, 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 and uh, Jamie Gillis. These are men. And then 
then you had a tier of, of Richard. I would put Richard up with Jamie and John, but he won't. So the, you yeah. tear it down, and then I would put me, you know, near a Kellogg's cornflake and a bucket of shit or something. But I'd be like on tier <laughs> D. But I was consistent, and I could work. So I could work whenever I wanted. If I, I said I want to get a part. Wait a minute. Room. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Kellogg's cornflake and a bucket of shit. <laughs> <laughs> a little, a little too modest. A little too. <laughs> Well, that's where you get the reverse. You go, no, you were wonderful. You were wonderful. <laughs> but, but it was business, and it, and it was fun. And 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 to, again, a tag on Richard said only because he spoke in front of me. I don't even know the guy or like him. Love you, Richard. But the thing is, you could work. We would go to a place called Bernard's a Club, a bar, and you would see. And I'll. I don't want to be like the commercial. Like nobody knows who the Stevensons is. That commercial, the guy said. So I'm not going to give you all the names. You can look them up. But, but he knows, like, Lisa DeLeo would come in, Sharon Mitchell, all these people. John, John Leslie, once in a while, I'd hang out. Movie stars would go in, and you'd hang out here. But the porn area would be over there, too. Right, right. And you'd make your business deals, just like you did in old Hollywood. I yeah. could use him on that. Chuck Vince would say, why don't you take Sean over for this, and he can work with – and that's how you did it. And I admire what you guys have to do and girls have to do now because – I couldn't do it. I don't know about you, Rich. I could not do You have to self-promote. Yeah. You have to self-promote so large. You've got to get on every freaking site. Yeah. It's insanity. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's completely fucking different. Um, and it's just a whole, it's a whole other, it's a whole new different thing. Just completely. True. At the beginning, before Richard came on, I was saying, my first sense of you was that you're proactive, but you understand it's a journey, it's a crapshoot. Yeah. I think that the people that, that don't take it as seriously now, but, mm. but take it seriously, if you know what I mean, don't freak on it. Right. Don't quit your day job, but keep working it and put in the hours. Like me with a guitar. Yeah. I, I'm good enough to play in a garage band, maybe, but I practice a lot and I get better. Yeah. Same thing with this, and maybe something will hit, but with your thing of network, that's why I mentioned Erica, because um, Patrick and I, we, know, we all know people like, I'm thinking now Coraline, I mean, these people really promote themselves, well, and that's what we got to do. Now we're talking, that was a national campaign for Apple Macintosh, 1988, I think. Wow. Yeah, that box was empty. Look at you. <laughs> that box had just foam, styrofoam, because I'm not holding a fucking big old... Remember those computers? Those things were big. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I remember those. I had friends in college who had Take it out. I'm holding foam. And, and Sean, did, Sean did soap operas, too. Yeah. I did uh, Another World, uh, Somerset, uh, a few soap operas. I worked... The best... Uh, my Sean story, the best story I have in, in, New York, in, in film, porn... Mainstream, the best story I have for you is, the, is this one. I got in a movie with an actor named James Kahn and an actress named Marsha Mason for a, her husband was a famous playwright named Neil Simon. The movie was called Chapter Two. I used to play on the show business league, a softball league in uh, Central Park on Tuesdays. And one day I was so frustrated. I wasn't getting work. I was working on the soap twice a week, but I wanted to be an actor. I'm going to Lee Strasberg. He's this method guy. Learn how to drink a fucking cup of coffee and make it look like it's real. So on Tuesday after the game, I walked into uh, the agency. I had no agent. Elizabeth Goodman agency on 57th. In my baseball, New York Show Business League uniform, walked in there and said, 
I'm going to quit this business. I weigh about 100 pounds. I need a role. I need a part. I know they're casting for this movie. She goes, what are you doing Friday? They didn't want to let me in. She called me in their back office. She liked them. That doesn't work all the time. They hired me as a day player. That's when I became a day player. But the best part was I got my union card and I didn't eat the craft services. I ate with Neil Simon and James Conn. I'm sitting in Central Park on a sunny day. And this is so old school and boring to you, but you're tripping me out on this. This guy <laughs> no. named Al Linden, who used Go to be on Barney Miller. He's yeah. jogging in the park. He comes down to say hello. Woody Allen comes over. And I'm sitting here. And that's the first day I says, man, you're an actor. I'm sitting with these people eating lunch. And it went to golden time because they took all day. Neil Simon didn't give a shit. The money was from Paramount or whoever. So I ended up making like about $300, which was like extra money. But I felt like an actor. And that, and I've worked with some of the best people in the porn business and, and been on films. But having lunch, it's, it's knowing that core that you actually feel that you've arrived somehow. And then, of course, like three years later, I was broke again. <laughs> so I came back. I got the pool business. So who knows? <laughs> That's my story. Oh, so well, this, this summer, uh, Sean will be here, and, and hopefully you'll be here, too. I don't know. I hope to meet you. Yeah. Please. I, I would love that. I I didn't really know what to expect from this podcast interview, but I'm very happy to have met and been able to talk to you guys. Um, I, I, I love learning about or, origins to things, especially in the gay community. And, and so, you know, listening to you guys and I, I'd love more opportunities to pick your brain and talk to you guys. Um, cause you know, you guys paved the way and are, you know, trailblazers in, in a, in a way. Um, Thank you. Just, I mean, you know, that, that time period was crazy. And well, Jack Wrangler hear- paved the way in the gay community and guys like that. And, um, well, I just in, in a broad, but yeah, but, uh, yeah, a broad but sense, you. but yeah. You Did you it, ever but- hear the song Chain Gang by Sam Cooke? I'm sorry, no. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, so. um, it's a great song about uh, working on a chain gang. Um, and it's about prison life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, you have to listen to honestly, it. Honestly, I'm going to check with the people here because they probably play it. You them. can play it on YouTube. They, they probably, chain, chain gang, Sam Cooke. It's an all-time probably, classic. You should yeah. steal it and use it as a background for a scene. It's I, great, I, a great song. All right, cool, cool, cool. Let's. Uh, oh, okay. Now I know where you were. I was wondering where you were going with that. Okay. I just heard uh, it as the background music in one of uh, the scenes. Yeah, that would be good. That's a great song for that, man. Let's just, check yeah. out um, uh, what Charles has to say. I haven't put Charles on yet. Hello, Charles. Yeah, uh, I ended up missing half the thing today. I went to the uh, just me and Richard bullshit. Really depressing, but oh. I'm back. Um, so I'm assuming you were kind of new to the industry and you're in the adult kind of gay porn industry. and Correct. I yeah. think that's great. I, you know, I'm not gay, but that's fine. I have stepbrothers to her. It doesn't, I don't yeah. care. My mom came out to me as being a lesbian. I was like, you're still my mom, right? She goes, yeah. Right, right. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Good. you know. Your, mo- your mom's from lesbia? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. She okay. was, yeah. She's passed, but yeah. Never mind. Go so on. I was like, it didn't bother me. She was still the same person she was before. Right, yeah. But I remember taking a class in college. God, this is 100 years ago. And it was um, sociology of sexual interaction with Lon Humphreys. I remember him. 
And I, he mentioned one day, you know, I'm going to bring in a couple actors. I thought, oh, that's really cool, you know, adult actors, because, you know. And he ended up bringing in a couple, you know, gay porn actors. And I was like, well, that's not quite what I wanted or expected. But I was like, <laughs> I was like it was cool and interesting to learn about the industry back then in the 80s. And it was also kind of the era of AIDS, which is really frightening. Yeah. I mean, I think even for straight people, too. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, can I, do you worry about that? Or do you use protection? I'm just kind of... Well, I, I, I don't know. I really... I, I don't make much sexual videos. Um, okay. I just so, don't know if you so did or So far, not. yeah, no. Honestly, I've in terms of sexual activity... Um, in videos, it's just been receiving blowjobs. Um, okay. Yeah, but if if I were to do that from time to time, I, I'd I'd like to. Um, yeah, of course. You know, we have prep now. Um, you know, but otherwise, condoms. I am not. I love condoms. <laughs> oh okay, God. all right. I, I don't know. That's, God, I, I, that's, a, that's a phrase I'm never going to say in my life. That's a generational well, thing. It, it, yeah. uh, no, honestly, it, it is. It is. It is a genera generational thing. But it now that prep came around, it's kind of gone out the door, and people are back to just assuming you know you're going to have mm -hmm. sex. But. But yeah, I was I was very monogamous in college, so it's like I had two different girlfriends, and that was basically kind of sort of it. Well, condoms so. make things a lot easier in a, in a lot of ways. You know, you just rip that thing off, and you're done. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. So, anyway, th thank you for answering my question. I wasn't trying to make this awkward or anything. No. I no, I, I appreciate it. I feel bad that uh, that Casey Scott's not here because I know he wanted to be. Thank he was probably going to take up 45 minutes of questions there, and then he was going to fly to Iowa. But <laughs> he says, I think he'd like the jail situation, too. I think that'd be fun. Wouldn't he be a fun prison guard? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Casey would come up with so many ideas, the professor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd have to get another website for all that shit he'd think up. Kill the screws. Kill the screws. Get me first. Get me first. Uh, Cartrell, one more question from you. I think you had your hand up. Oh, yeah. Like, Cody, have you ever seen the movie Party Monster? Like, you would love it. Like, it's about the 80s and 90s party scene. And he was based on a real guy. You know, he kind of, like, did ketamine and killed, like, his drug dealer friend. It was weird. Crazy. Like, you know, his name was Michael Awig. Who's in it? Um... The guy Michael from Home plays Michael <laughs> Ingram weirdly enough. No, I, I, I don't think I have, no. Party Monster? Yeah. You should have given quite a list. we got Party Monster. I know. <laughs> Y'all giving me homework. What else? The Stanford Prison Experiment? Anything else? <laughs> right, yeah. Speaking of Ron Jeremy's cock, so a few years ago he came here, just before he went into jail, and I knew he was in town. I said, okay, I said, you want to go see somebody from the old days? Not really. I said, he sucks his own dick. Okay. So we went and he was doing um, a shtick. And I hadn't seen him for 30 years. So I was just looking in here. Um, and there's Ron. And he signed this uh, to me. He signed my real name, Steve. But um, I don't know why I showed that, but it was Ron Jeremy's cock, and I was just looking at some of this stuff, and I go, oh, yeah, Ronnie signed this. So 
And that's him when he was young. Uh-huh. Not the hedgehog quite yet. That's right. him. Yeah. A big difference. Yeah. Look, that was probably about 1980. And, um, and I had sex with two of the people here, and Richard had sex with every one of them. I don't think Ron, but everybody else. And, there you go. <laughs> and then, just to top my own horn, because of Casey Scott, the new version is out now, much clearer. And I uh, talk about the movie on the back in case everybody wants to hear about my view of how that movie went. Also, uh, Lisa Centrese talks on that. And, and you, you can get the sign copy out from Sean Elliott for how got hindsight, and you have an audio and a video book that I have to get. I didn't get it yet. You sent me the link. Thank you. What's the name of your new book, Richard? Talking, um, uh, blah, 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 blah. Return to Squirrel Hill. Return about- to Squirrel Hill. I'm about to start work on an audio book of hindsight, oh, which I'm really looking forward to performing that book. Um, that will be fun. Yes, so, that will be. Speaking of Ron Jeremy's be, talk, I, I've got a uh, $1 bill signed by Ron Jeremy. And this yeah. was from the last time that I saw him. And <clears throat> pretty much, I think the last time anybody saw him was at um, Jim South's birthday party. Yeah. And half the room was split. People who were talking to Ron and people who were uh, not talking to Ron. And so I come back to the table and I show Herschel Savage's, hey, I got my dollar bill signed. I got my dollar bill signed. Oh, the rapist signed your money, did he? <laughs> <laughs> and, and Herschel's, so, always, uh, Herschel's always subtle that way. Yeah. So <laughs> then, uh, about 10 minutes later, Ron comes over to some guy. Hey, hey show him my money. And so I pulled the, the dollar bill out and then about... Another 20 minutes later, he brings over two people. Hey, show him my money. And he, he wasn't real clear that day. He was having trouble. So anyway, um, I believe what they say now when he's not coherent enough to stand trial, he was barely coherent that day. And he, was, he, he went to the buffet. <clears throat> of course, you usually get your plate of food and go back to the table. No, he was just eating over the buffet as he went through it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I we need to cover a few things before we go. Next week, we have the Miami Exotica preview show. I know Sean will be here for that. We're going to get some other folks in for that. Uh, Cody has, uh, we want to promote a couple websites for sure. Uh, SoFloKinkVids.com, and I'll put that in the, in the playback uh, link. And then um, something that highlights our, our local jail here is MenInChains.com. You can see Cody is one of the guards on that, and uh, I think they have a fun time doing those things, too. So, Cody, it's been a pleasure to have you here. I, I, I think the hour has gone pretty quick. Nice to meet you, Cody. Thanks, guys. Nice to meet you, Cody. Thank yeah. you for joining us. In time, yeah. we'll, we'll probably see each other at the fairgrounds for the fireworks. I will be there closer to 10, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Under the cover of the- Are you going to still be wearing that? I don't know. You know, yeah. like I said... The thing about wearing a Hawaiian shirt, you know, I wear them because nobody has ever heard the word asshole and Hawaiian shirt in the same sentence. Nobody well, ever says, look at that asshole wearing the Hawaiian shirt. You know, well, nobody ever says that. You might hear it tonight. Just, just, just. <laughs> uh, my mother and father-in-law are going to be there and they'll probably have to pray for me. Do you have a pineapple on that shirt? Upside down pineapple. Yeah, I was going to say, people might be coming up to you. <laughs> so anyway next week, tonight later <laughs> next week we're going to be doing the the miami exotica preview again cody so nice to talk to you i hope that uh Amen. this has been everything you hoped it would be i i i had a great time i 
loved uh, chatting with you all and, and thanks for having me. Sure. You bet. All right. And I will, um, um, I do have uh, Cody's email address. If, I, if you want them, maybe we can hook you up with that and you guys can chit chat cool. later. On your own. Yeah. So, anyway, that's what's uh, going on for a Sunday night here on just talking.com. Don't forget Ron about every one of those podcasts that, that you can see out there, Spotify and Apple and Google and all those. And also um, we're on Twitter at just talking. So Follow us there, too. So anyway, we'll be back next week with our preview show for Exotica in Miami. Don't miss out. We'll see you then.